Hey, Tiger fans, show your pride on the road by purchasing an official State of Kansas Tiger Tag. The process is quick, easy, and your $30 license plate fee will support scholarships at Fort Hayes State University. Visit FHSUalumni.com slash drive or contact the Alumni Association to learn more. Your car or truck isn't complete without a Fort Hayes State University Tiger Tag. Visit FHSUalumni.com slash drive today. Go Tigers! It's time for Tiger Talk on the Tiger Sports Network. Tiger Talk, live from Big Smoke Barbecue on the corner of 8th and Main in Hayes. A distinctly local take on classic American barbecue. Order online at BigSmokeHays.com. Tiger Talk is also brought to you by these premier Tiger sponsors. Golden Belt Bank of Hayes and Ellis. Banking one story at a time. The Hayes Med Orthopedic Institute. Expertise, technology, compassion all right here. Adams Brown, strategic allies and CPAs, going above plus beyond for you. BTI, your John Deere dealer in Buckland, Great Bend, Greensburg, Hoxie, Mass City, and Pratt. BTI, our family in partnership with your family. The Taco Shop, dine-in, carry-out, or delivery. You've never had it so good. And Eagle Communications, our community connected. Now, the voice of the Tigers, Gerard Welbrock. This is Gerard Welbrock. We'll be talking Fort A. State basketball with women's coach Tony Hobson and men's coach Mark Johnson. Our next-to-last basketball program of the year. Hard to believe it. We'll have one more next Monday as we preview the MIAA tournament. Normally, we're at Big Smoke Barbecue, and if you're watching the replay on Hayes Post... You'll see we're not in our normal spot. Big smoke closed on this Monday, so we are in studio today. A little bit different setup, but uh, we'll have the same program for you. We're certainly glad to have you a part of it here for the next hour talking Fort Hayes State basketball. We'll remind you that you can uh, chime in with a question for the coach. All you have to do is go to FHSUathletics.com, the Fort Hayes State Athletics website, Click on Fan Zone. You'll get a drop-down menu there at the bottom. You'll see Ask the Coach. And, again, if we use your question, you'll be in the running for that $25 gift certificate from Big Smoke Barbecue. Had a couple of questions, one for Tony, one for Mark. We'll get to those a little bit later on in the program. And also a reminder that you can sync up the radio broadcast with the MIAA Network TV feed. All you have to do is download the TuneIn app to your smartphone or your tablet, whatever you want to listen to the game on. And then when you're watching on your smart TV on the MIAA network, uh, you'll pause whichever one's out in front right before the opening tip. And when the, uh, either the video or the audio catches up, you unpause and you can listen to the radio play-by-play while watching the MIAA TV network. And do that for Saturday's game up in Kearney and, of course, all throughout the MIAA basketball tournament. Joined now by the head coach of the Tiger women, Tony Hobson. Tough week, losing to two really good teams, Pittsburgh State and Missouri Southern uh, on Saturday. And, I mean, we talked after both games. Really did a lot of things well, played hard, played well, just couldn't quite make enough plays in both of those games against two really good teams. Well, it, it seems like we've said that a bunch and talked about that <laughs> a lot this year. Um, again, both games were decided in the last minute. Um, I know the pit margin ended up 10, yeah. but – we're down five under a minute and and uh, chance to cut it and uh, turned it over out front and and it turned into a layup and a foul on the other end and that was kind of uh, that was kind of it. Um, we fouled intentionally then two or three mm-hmm. times trying to you know catch lightning in a bottle but <laughs> weren't able to do it. And so uh, just to, again we we played uh, so much better than we had last time against them and they're they're a tough matchup and I thought. Uh, defensively, we were much better. Uh, we were just, you know, unable to unable to quite get over the hump on the road, and um, we knew it would be a tough a tough road. And um, again, uh, Katie tried to keep us in it, <laughs> and she did. She did keep us in it. I mean, she goes 30, 30 and sixteen, and shot a high percentage, and and had a great game for us, but. Uh, it just wasn't quite enough. No, it wasn't, and she was she was remarkable, and she kind of 
single-handedly kept you in it. I thought for a minute she was going to will you to the wind uh, the, the way she was playing. And um, uh, it's unfortunate to to not win a game like that when you have a player go for 30 like she mm-hmm. did and get that, that double-double. Most times that's good enough, but unfortunately Pitt and, – and give Pitt credit. It seemed like they hit big shot after big shot that was pretty well defended most of the night. Well, I, I mean, you look at the, the stats, and, and they only shot 25% from the three, but it seemed like uh, they hit a bunch of pull-ups in the lane that were, were not necessarily easy shots. They're contested 10-footers mm-hmm. on the move, and, and they, hit, uh, they hit three of those down the stretch and, and one key three uh, that just kind of stopped the momentum we, we had. You know, we just needed, to, we needed one of those to not go in. And um, usually when you do have a player just have an extraordinary game, if you can – uh, just play around her a little bit, you know, you can you can win those, <clears throat> and you hope you do. But that's what you, you know, that's what your your stars need to do for you, and, and she she did it, and it's really hard for an interior player who, or somebody that scores on the, uh, like she does in the post, um, her or even Olivia, it's hard for them to dominate a game like that because you can, you can take away a post player so much easier than you can a guard like say treasure job yeah. you know when she wants to get you she's going to get you <laughs> yeah. in so many because she has the ball uh where katie relies on somebody getting her the ball uh you can take her away by by double teaming her she's got to get rid of it and then it's hard to get it back to her so it, it's really it's really uh uh rare that a that a post player can carry you like that but you know, she hit a three. She had a good drive. She offensive rebound. She was she was doing it all and playing at a really high level. It's just unfortunate that you know we go what three for seventeen or three for eighteen. I don't know what. We just need to hit another one of those. <laughs> just we shoot it uh, so bad sometimes uh, that uh, and and they they weren't letting our shooters you know give them some credit. I mean, Megan couldn't shake loose for a no. shot. Um, she didn't hardly get any looks what was she uh she had one she took got one shot yeah, off oh for one and and it isn't like she wasn't out there she played 17 18 minutes and and they just did a good job of just making sure she couldn't shake loose and uh so uh you know give some credit to to them they played well we just uh, again weren't quite quite good enough down the stretch to get them yeah three for 36 this year from three against pittsburgh state it's uh, kind of mind-boggling but uh, just for whatever reason cannot get the ball <laughs> to go through from distance against these guys you mentioned katie and the position she plays which makes everything uh, just remarkable what she's done this year is that maybe the biggest difference from last year i mean you had Jaden hobbs and you're i mean you could say your best score certainly one of them and when it's a guard like that it just the ball's in their hands they can do so much with it well, not only her scoring, but with her, she could get the ball where she needed to get it every time. And I think that just made uh, it was more of a little one-two scoring punch where you had a, you had an inside-outside uh, go-to type type person that was a little more comfortable in those situations that could score it. And, you know, there's nobody that would rather <clears throat> defer and and kick it into Katie and let her score than Jaden. <laughs> but if they didn't, she could yeah. – she could, uh, she could do it. So, um, you know, and I, I just think uh, we've got some kids capable of doing it. We've just struggled uh, down the stretches of games, and uh, we saw it again Saturday, you know, uh, where we're up in the fourth quarter and we just can't maintain that lead. Yeah, and it's just, you know, for whatever reason, because you know you've got good shooters. I've seen them shoot. We, we see it go in the in the basket a lot, but uh, for whatever reason, and, and a lot of them are young and they're, you know, kind of still figuring all of this out, but I think there's potential there to to have some a good perimeter game and some good consistent shooting yeah. just hadn't showed up yet. Yeah. Well, that that potential thing, you know, I've I've went through. I've had players for four years and said, "Man, that she's got good potential." Uh, at some point, you need to see production, right? You know, um, the world's full of potential. You have to, and and I have to be better at getting it out of them, uh, one way or the other. So, um, I think sometimes it's just they. Some people aren't, aren't built for pressure, and and some and, and I think with youth. I think as kids uh, progress through their college career, I think they become better at handling the pressure. I mean, we should have kids that are very accustomed now to playing <laughs> yeah. in tight games. 
but again, you have a lot, you, you start building up some scar tissue too, because of the, the poor results we've had. And then that creeps into your mind and it, it gets to be such a mental, uh, you know, you're thinking, are, are we not, are we not perform, performing well because of the pressure or is the pressure not, you, you know, or you just don't know which comes first, right. the, the chicken or the egg. Are we incapable or is it because we failed in the past or, or is it, or, or what is it? So you're always trying to figure that out. And I think sometimes it's uh it's just a, a confidence thing coming down the stretch. I think one thing we did lose from last year is that we had some kids that made the other players confident around them, you know? And so I think we played more, more confident last year, um, uh, because we we had some kids that just they made each other more confident. Where this year it, it seems to be there's a little more doubt when we're in a tight spot. Well, eight games now decided basically one possession, three points or less, or two and six. And we've talked before. You feel like when it's all over, whatever that is this year, you're going to look back at what might have been. And, and I mean that's the, that's the most close games like this I can remember. And and I think it's probably a lot like shooting. I mean, you see that ball go in the basket a few times, and all of a sudden everybody hits it. You, you lose a couple of these, and it's kind of probably just creeps in the back of the mind. Yeah, it's a confidence thing, and uh, you know the mind can play. Uh, tricks on you it can be a real powerful thing some I've had some uh, great players that if they hadn't had a good mind they would have been so average you know and I've had some players that were average players that if they would have had a a good mind they would have been unbelievable (laughs) they they were great physically uh, and it just it's just a basically it's a it's a talent you know and uh, um, it's just sometimes uh, the game moves a little too fast for some people and it doesn't for others and and uh We've had so many games just decided on a razor-thin margin yeah. that, you know, it's just uh, a shot goes in. And, and who knows, if the if uh, Katie hits that shot at the end of the Carney game, we might have won two or three more of these close games. Exactly. Um, if we can finish the Missouri Western game that we had in hand a couple times, uh, these other games might have a totally different outcome. I agree. So it's just a, it's just a snowball type thing, and you don't know, you don't know what's causing it. Uh, you just, you know, you, all, all I know is what you can do moving forward. And that is just keep working and plan as hard as we can for this Saturday and, and get ready to go. Well, no doubt about it. And, and you look at the MIAA and the top six, I think as good as the top six have been in the MIAA, certainly since four day state has been here and I haven't gone through everybody's schedule. There's been a lot of teams playing a lot of close games. I mean, I think it's just the way the, the conference is this year, the, the top six, that, that, that that's as good of a top six. I remember the MIAA having. Well, I think it's even at least. Even, that's yeah, deep. good point. That's deep. Good point, yeah. I, I think any either one of our teams from the last two years, uh, we would we'd have one conference loss right now Probably because so. we're 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 yeah. eight or ten points worse. I mean, I just look at okay, yeah. well, last year's team. How bad would we beat this year's team? You know, I'm always look. <laughs> it's what you do when you right. ride six hours home after <laughs> on a, on a trip. Um, and I I think we were eight or ten points better at least. And where does that put us this year? It puts us uh, not losing very many. So I don't know that the top's any better, but I know one through six, it's way, way tougher. That's probably how I should have said that. Well, no, but I I think everybody knows what you're talking about, and and they usually do. You might not say things perfectly well, but (laughs) everybody knows what you're talking about. Well, I appreciate that. Um, But but like uh, even Carney, you just look at them. They've won five games that have went down to the wire, decided in the last 30 seconds, you know, at Washburn, uh, at our place. Uh, both these last two yep. weekends, they win by three points. Um, Central Missouri was down to the gun under three points. I mean, you just name it, and they found a way to win those by somebody making a key shot or a key stop. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the difference between – uh, between having two losses and between having seven losses is just winning three or four of those close games. And you look at the conference like the MIAA, that's usually those teams are the ones who win conference championships, and mm-hmm. you were that team for quite a long time and uh, uh, maybe a little bit different position this year, but still a lot to play for for Fort Hayes State. Tiger Talk brought to you today by the Hayes Orthopedic Institute, expertise, technology, compassion, all right here. Hayes Meds Orthopedic Institute, they're the official team physicians for Fort Hayes State Athletics. You can regain your best moves 
No need to travel far. Hayes Med Orthopedic Institute. Again, normally we're live at Big Smoke Barbecue. They are not open on this Monday, so we're in studio. We'll take our first break. We'll come back and chat more with head women's coach Tony Hobson. You're listening to Tiger Talk on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PWC. People from all over are raving about the food at Big Smoke Barbecue in downtown Hayes. Brisket, chicken, pulled pork, ribs. It's all so good. And Big Smoke's own dry rub is what separates them from other barbecue places. Choose your own sauce. Kansas City, Memphis, Carolina, or Texas-style sauce. They're open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Get in early. They do sell out. This is Philip Kuhn inviting you to dine with us. Big Smoke Barbecue at 8th and Main in downtown Hayes. It's just really good barbecue. The passions you pursue help shape who you are and make your story brighter. At Golden Belt Bank, we support you because when you live your passions every day, your finest work unfolds. Make today the beginning of another great chapter. This is banking one story at a time. Golden Belt Bank, one story at a time. Visit goldenbeltbank.com. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. New Year's savings store-wide at your local Napa Auto Parts store, Gibbs Auto Supply, in Hayes. Vaveline Premium Blue Motor Oil, one-gallon size, $19.49. General Duty Booster-slash-Jumper Cables, $34.99. Napa Max Thermo and Fuel Additive, $2.99. Power Service Diesel Fuel Supplement, $8.99. Along with specials on Napa Antifreeze Coolant. Take advantage of these savings and many more at Gibbs Auto Supply, in Hayes. Three ways to take the complicated out of your TV service. One, combine streaming and live TV for the best of both worlds. Two, enjoy TV with all the freebies, HD, DVR, replay TV, and more. Three, for only $175 per month, you can get Deluxe TV Now plus gig internet. No commitment required. That's TV uncomplicated. That's Next Tech TV Now. Start simplifying today at next-tech.com. Some restrictions apply. Call for details. Katie Wagner, working left elbow, little pump fake, now drives, spins, turnaround jumper, good! Katie Wagner with a new career high of 27. It pulls Forte Stave within three, 61-58, 4.43 to go. Wagner scored the last five for the Tigers, make that the last seven. Yeah, that was on Thursday in Pittsburgh. Uh, Katie single-handedly kept the Tigers in it. She would finish with a career-high 30 points on 13-20 shooting, hit her only three, three of four from the line. Oh, yeah, 10 boards, four assists, and one turnover. Uh, I mean, you couple that with 30 and all. I mean, I, I mean, she's had some great games. This has to qualify as one of her best, if not her best. Well, I think for all around, um, and especially when she's getting a lot of attention yes. from men. She, she got, drew a bunch of double teams. That's why the four assists came in. Uh, of her kicking it out or her hitting uh, our five-man for a layup. So just a good all-around game. You know she's always going to rebound, uh, but she's she's really kind of uh, refined her offensive game where she knows where she's going to get her shots and she's a little more under control and uh, she's having a she's having a great year for us. She really is. No doubt about that. And then you came back on Saturday, made the short trip to Joplin to take on Missouri Southern. And, uh, you know, their team that uh, they're kind of in the boat you were. I mean, you, they were picked to win it. You were picked second. They, you, you, you battled for the MIAA tournament title a year ago. And, and now here you guys are, five and six in the standings. And they've been in the same boat. They've lost some tough games. They had that stretch in January where they kind of kind of hit some hard times. And uh, one of those was the game in Hayes. And you knew they are going to be fired up and, and ready to go. And, and this kind of lived up to the bill. It felt like a prize fight. It was blow for blow back and forth the entire day. And, Boy, just unfortunately, you had a couple of opportunities late and just couldn't seize those moments. Yeah, we just, I don't know, we had a little, I think at the media timeout in the fourth quarter, I think we were up a couple, and uh, we took we took really good care of the ball. I mean, we played that, that was a pretty high-intensity game. We have seven turnovers, which is, which is uh, really low. Um, we got pretty good looks most of the time. Um, we, we got in trouble a couple times underneath the basket where, uh, one time, I, I don't know, Katie might have got fouled, but she was a little off balance, and, you know, usually you don't get the benefit mm-hmm. of the doubt then. And um, So we didn't get to the line when I was, when, when we might have. Uh, and and when, when you're in a little streak like we are, 
and you can you can point at several things, but you have to have a bunch of things not kind of go your way. Mm-hmm. I mean, first you can't hit an open shot uh, from the perimeter. Um, maybe you give up an offensive rebound. Maybe you get a turnover. Maybe you get a a, a questionable call. Maybe you miss a free throw. So we've we found all different ways to kind of not close these games out. But um, I I thought I thought our intensity was good. The kids are still playing hard. Uh, we did make a few errors defensively, but that's going to happen against a good team. And um, really, it was just a it was just a good ball game. Uh, I I thought we had the definite advantage on uh, turning them over. Mm-hmm. I mean, we what was it fourteen seven or something 15, like? 15, okay, so we gained eight possessions mm-hmm. there. They they hurt us on the boards a little bit. They I scored them fifteen to eight on points off turnovers. Yeah, yeah. So we we had an advantage there, and they they got. They got five or six more offensive boards than, than we did, so they had an advantage there. It was just a matter of the ball going in the basket. And um, I thought our fours, our four and five men played good games. I, I thought Jesse and Liv both had mm-hmm. solid games for us, you know. Um, but but when you have your, your starting guards, you know, not, not able to score really uh, and having kind of an off game scoring-wise uh, – it, it really kind of hamstrings you and and that's that's uh you know just just one of those rare things where all you know we, we just we just couldn't find it we just didn't have much uh scoring punch from the guard spot yeah Sydney Galladay, Kate Dilsaver, Emma Ruddle combined 0-4-10 in the ball game and and 0-4 I think three from three and it, it's rare yeah I mean, you may be one of them but to have all three of them especially you know Emma's been scoring well we've seen Sydney do it we've seen Kate do it I mean mm-hmm. they just kind of take their turns for that to happen it, it's still kind of kind of mind-boggling well it is and I don't know uh what causes it? It's just one of those, one of those things. Probably, probably pretty good defense, yeah. and and uh, maybe somebody not feeling the best. Maybe what whatever. Um, luckily, we had uh, Brooke come off the bench and play really well and hit a couple threes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I see her see her shoot. She's a she's a good shooter. She's just so unselfish and non. You know, I'm a I'm a freshman. Yep. Should I even get to shoot this type of thing? And I think. Uh, down the road, if not later this year, in the future here, uh, you're going to see her turn into a 12-point-a-game, uh, a uh, six-assist person. And uh, she just has to have some confidence and, and shoot five or six threes a game, and she'd, she'd make her a good percentage of them. Yeah, I think, and I asked you after the game on Saturday if you, you've – told her to shoot more because it felt like and she didn't shoot as many in Pittsburgh but it felt mainly because she hasn't been looking to shoot at all but it looked like she was seeking a shot and then obviously on Saturday she was four of six uh, hit a couple of threes and had a three-point play in there I mean she was looking to score a lot more and and you needed it with what we said earlier with the other three well and, and like you know I told you I haven't really set her down and says okay you need to do this this and this it's just like um you, you almost see a, a kid kind of developing. Uh, she started out the season pretty good uh, in the starting lineup a lot, um, you know. And then and then she she had the injury to her leg where she had had to have surgery on her leg over Christmas, and that kind of set her back. Uh, and then she hit the freshman wall <laughs> that you just any time a freshman in the middle of the season starts playing not as good. Maybe it it could be for fifty different reasons. Um, we we just call it the wall, you <laughs> yeah. know, and just put everybody. But See it for, all the time. For whatever reason, she kind of she had a hard time coming back from that that injury, and and now it appears that the last two or three four games she's really kind of kind of back, mm-hmm. and it's a it's a good time to have her. But uh, hopefully, she just continues to play well for us. Another good game from Katie, and I, you, know, you knew she was a focal point after the thirty and ten to come back, put up eighteen and eleven. Uh, and, and play the way she did in that game. I think sometimes it's for you when you can back it up because you know on Friday and Saturday the scouting report was don't let Katie Wagner beat you, and she still almost did. Well, I think it is for everybody now. Um, they know that we're an interior uh, interior team as far as scoring goes, and that's where we're going to try to go. So I knew that they would be, you know, doing everything they could and double teams and, and whatever, and, the thing is, it's really hard to stop somebody that scores at different levels, you know, that can, can shoot it from 15, can get you on the boards, can drive it a little bit, and, and Katie just doesn't rest. Um, and, 
it's so difficult for somebody that's, you know, we left Wednesday at, at noon approximately, and she played the whole game on, on Thursday at a high level, uh, saps your energy. You're on, you're still on, you're on the road for three nights and then you, then you tee it up less than two days later against another physical team. That's mm-hmm. going to just, you're going to have bruises, um, <laughs> To be able to play at that level again uh, takes a person with a with just a big heart um, and just a just a no quit type attitude, and that's what you're dealing with with Katie. Hope she had another good day. Unfortunately, the Tigers come up three points short to Missouri Southern. Now gear up for the final game of the regular season Saturday afternoon up at the Health and Sports Center in Kearney, Fort A. State, Nebraska. Kearney renewing their rivalry. We'll have a preview of that here in just a little bit. Normally, again, we're live at Big Smoke Barbecue, not open on this Monday, so we're in studio today. Tiger Talk also brought to you by Adams Brown going above and beyond for you. Adams Brown, Strategic Allies and CPAs. More with women's coach Tony Hobson right after this on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PwC. People from all over are raving about the food at Big Smoke Barbecue in downtown Hayes. Brisket, chicken, pulled pork, ribs. It's all so good. And Big Smoke's own dry rub is what separates them from other barbecue places. Choose your own sauce. Kansas City, Memphis, Carolina, or Texas-style sauce. They're open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Get in early. They do sell out. This is Philip Kuhn inviting you to dine with us. Big Smoke Barbecue at 8th and Main in downtown Hayes. It's just really good barbecue. The Taco Shop is a Hay staple and has been that way since 1970. Whether you live in the area and you go once a week or you travel through and you stop once a month, the Taco Shop is always at the top of the list. The Taco Shop specials this month are the Cheese Quesadilla $349, Pork Burrito $409, and the Taco Supreme $259. Come on down to the Taco Shop. BTI John Deere does it every year, and they're doing it again this year. Save on BTI's filter and prepacked oil sale now through February 28th. Save all month on prepacked oil and filters. You can also order filters on the BTI portal and save an additional 3%. Don't have an account? Open one and take advantage of this sale. The filter and prepacked oil sale through February at BTI with locations in Buckland, Great Bend, Greensburg, Hoxie, Nest City, and Pratt. Our family in partnership with your family. Their roots run deep in Kansas, and the secret to success, that little bit of something extra. At Adams Brown, they believe that business should be simplified. They ease your burdens rather than add to them. They aren't just your CPAs. They're an extended team just for you, a team that will work and grow together with you. That something extra is service that gets your attention, exceeding expectations. Certified public accountants at Adams Brown, going above and beyond for you. Online at AdamsBrownCPA.com. Here's Stokes down the lane. Shot blocked by Dill Saber. Here come the Tigers back the other way. Kate leads the break. She'll bring it up the floor. Stop out to Levy. Brooke for three. Good! And hammered home! Her second of the game. Only her fifth of the year. 41-37. The Tigers get a three in transition from Brooke Levy. Yeah, put him up by four. That was in the third quarter, Brooke. 11 points, a new career high on Saturday. Welcome back to Tiger Talk in studio today. We'll preview Cardi a little bit. We did have a question emailed to us over the weekend. Uh, and It's kind of a recruiting question, mainly with so many returners next season. How are you or what are you looking to bring in for next year and how you go about your recruiting with needs and all of that with, with so many back? Well, I, I wanted to get somebody that could contribute a little bit on the perimeter or slide over to the four if we needed and and we I think we got that taken care of with our with our one signee in the fall she's six foot uh strong kid that can really shoot and can play multiple positions um kid from Goodland and and I think uh she's one of the leading scorers in the state right yeah. now uh probably be player of the year in in her class uh having a great year so I I would think that we will <clears throat> we will probably try to address our our three-point shooting a little bit and and maybe bring in uh maybe bring in another guard that can uh can shoot it better than what some of our kids can uh the rest of it is you know our guards are you know still relatively young i mean you have dill saber and brooke and ellie 
uh, Megan, all in their first two years. I think all of them are good enough. Mm -hmm. I think you just have to work on improvement mm -hmm. and uh, get them. We, we call it get 10% better. And everybody thinks, well, that's not very much. And it's, it's not. But if our team was 10% better this year, um, we would have an extra five or six points and we would have lost two games. So um, it isn't very much, but it's a, you just have to keep trying to improve. And I, I think, uh, so, so to answer the question, we've, we've addressed one of the needs. I think we're, we're fine at the five. Uh, we've got as good of uh, two post players mm -hmm. that can, can back each other up. I think we're fine there. Uh, obviously, Katie at the four. And and we need, like I said, I thought we needed a little uh, oomph maybe to help there, uh, and we've got that. Uh, I do think primarily uh, Telexa will be probably a three-type man, so I think she can swing both uh, perimeter and four, but uh, we'll probably look to add another guard. All right, well, we'll certainly keep an eye on that. All right, Nebraska Kearney, final game of the regular season, Saturday afternoon up at the Health and Sports Center. Again, first time, great game, came down to a, basically a last-second shot that uh, Katie will hit most times. That one just didn't go, but uh, uh, they're, they've clinched a share of the conference title. They're obviously uh, looking for bigger and better things, but always a big big game when the, when the two hook up and a uh, uh, great opportunity for your, for your team against the conference leader right now. Yeah, well, two, two things had to happen in that last game. First, they, they scored. Uh, you <laughs> yeah. know, we were up one, yep. and they, they scored in the half court, and then we missed a good shot there to, to end it, to lose by one. Um, so we think it's definitely a game we can win. I know there's a couple teams that are really yelling for us. Uh, <laughs> Central and, and Mo West really want us to win so they can have a share of the title if, if they finish their season strong. Um, but, you know, uh, they've won 13 straight. They're playing at a high level. They're playing with a lot of confidence. They're really, uh, they're really good in tight games. They don't, they don't get rattled. Uh, they've got several places they can go uh, for scoring. Uh, but at the same time, I think it's a, a game we can win. Uh, you know, we've, we finished fifth and sixth before in the league years, years mm -hmm. past. Uh, and there was always one or two teams in the league at that time that you thought, I thought I would never repeat it. We we can't. We probably can't beat them. Mm -hmm. There's nobody in our league that we can't beat this year. It's just weird, um, and that's what we were talking about. How even that top is. It's just a, a it's razor thin margins. So, um, it's it's just a game that our kids are hopefully will really be ready to play, and uh, get us maybe a little momentum. Uh, going into the conference tournament. Now, I suspect they'll be ready. I have not seen any indication that says they won't be. It should be a yeah. lot of fun on yeah. on Saturday. Coach, as always, we appreciate the time. Sorry, no barbecue today. We'll try to make that up to you next week, but uh, well, pre press on anyway. And, you know, uh, <laughs> one thing about that is, is usually by the end of this show, uh, when we're at Big Smoke, <laughs> I am I am so hungry that I eat three times as much as normal. So at least, at least that isn't a a factor today. Well, I noticed you, you were locked in. The concentration level's a little higher without smelling the barbecue. It kind of it, it's easy to get distracted there. Yeah. So we well, appreciate that. When you when you lose two and then you have to do a radio show, sometimes <laughs> it's better to be a little distracted. Okay, well, well, hopefully we're coming <laughs> off a win next Monday. As always, appreciate the time, and we'll see you up in Carney Saturday. Okay, thanks, Drew. There you go, Tony Hobson, coach of the Fort A State women again. One thirty Saturday, health and sports, or two o'clock Saturday on the air at one thirty-five with the Auto World pregame show. Tiger Talk brought to you by the Taco. Shop, dine in, carry out, fast delivery. The taco shop, you've never had it so good. Mark Johnson joins us next on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PWC. People from all over are raving about the food at Big Smoke Barbecue in downtown Hayes. Brisket, chicken, pulled pork, ribs. It's all so good. And Big Smoke's own dry rub is what separates them from other barbecue places. Choose your own sauce. Kansas City, Memphis, Carolina, or Texas-style sauce. They're open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Get in early. They do sell out. This is Philip Kuhn inviting you to dine with us. Big Smoke Barbecue at 8th and Main in downtown Hayes. It's just really good barbecue. There is freedom in movement, and HazeMed Orthopedic Institute helps you regain your best moves. As one of America's top 20 rural hospitals, HazeMed offers the most comprehensive orthopedic care in western Kansas, complete with quality outcomes and our four-star patient experience. From joint and spine surgery to sports medicine, rehab therapy, and more, we are here to help you move freely. No need to travel far. Learn more at hazemed.com backslash orthopedics. 
BTI John Deere does it every year, and they're doing it again this year. Save on BTI's filter and pre-packed oil sale now through February 28th. Save all month on pre-packed oil and filters. You can also order filters on the BTI portal and save an additional 3%. Don't have an account? Open one and take advantage of this sale. The filter and pre-packed oil sale through February at BTI with locations in Buckland, Great Bend, Greensburg, Hoxie, Nest City, and Pratt. Our family in partnership with your family. The passions you pursue help shape who you are and make your story brighter. At Golden Belt Bank, we support you because when you live your passions every day, your finest work unfolds. Make today the beginning of another great chapter. This is banking one story at a time. Golden Belt Bank, one story at a time. Visit goldenbeltbank.com. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Hammock, he breaks the pitch, state pressure, blasts down the lane, and he throws it down with two hands. Oh, my goodness. Watch out below. Hamakey with a power-driving dunk as he took the inbound and ran it up the floor 90 feet. Caleb Hamakey had one thing in mind once he crossed midcourt, and that was harm to the rim. What a dunk by Caleb. Yeah, some of the action from Thursday night in Pittsburgh. Welcome back to Tiger Talk. It is brought to you by BTI, your John Deere dealer. Locations in Buckland, Great Bend, Greensburg, Hoxie, Nest City, and Pratt. BTI, our family in partnership with your family. Online, btiequip.com. Gerard Welbrock, back with you on this Monday for Tiger Talk. We're joined now by head men's coach Mark Johnson. That was pretty impressive. Caleb Hamicky had a pretty impressive week this week, and we'll get the MIAA Player of the Week honors out later today. I would imagine he's <laughs> he should win it. We'll see. But um, I know it was more impressive. That dunk or the 35 he had against Missouri Southern because that was a big-time play. It was. And what people don't understand, the guy he dunked yeah, on is about, seven, it is about seven foot and about 270. Um, and he took off from a long way away. You know, Caleb in the open court is so fast and, and athletic and then – um, you know, I think it just took us all by surprise that he dunked it because there's this big, huge person down there, and he took off about uh, maybe only a step inside the free throw line. And, uh, yeah, that was one of the more impressive dunks we've had in quite some time. It was impressive, and the Tigers, I thought, were impressive as they knocked off Pittsburgh State on Saturday by a final of uh, on Thursday night in, in that game, uh, uh, got the victory over Pittsburgh State, and then came back on Saturday and uh, got the win over Missouri Southern. Big road trip. We talked about everything on the line going into it, and uh, your guys really responded, played at times some of your uh, best basketball of the year maybe. Yeah, you know, I think like I told our guys after the weekend, you know, the, the word that kept coming to mind to me was just relentless. You know, I mean, I thought for two games, 40, pretty much 40 minutes uh, each night, we were just, our guys were just relentless on every possession, never let the other team let up, never let them uh, breathe. And, you know, we're, um, you know, both those teams are athletic, pretty talented, um, maybe not the most physical team. We thought we could be physical with both of them. And, uh you know, at times, if if you're not physical with our guys, they'll overwhelm you. And I thought our guys really did that. You look at both uh, the first half against Pitt, we hold them to 17 points. And then Missouri Southern, who in conference play is leading our league in scoring, we held them to 23 in the first half. Our guys just, like I said, we're just relentless, wouldn't let them relax on any possession. And both teams shoot to three really well. Mm-hmm. And uh, like we've try to preach all the time you know when you make it really hard on every possession you're going to have a breakdown they're going to get an open look you can't every possession you're not going to be able but when you're making it so hard on them when they do get an open look they kind of rush they kind of panic their legs are a little bit tired because they're having to work so hard they miss you know when you're soft on them and they break open they make and i thought our guys from the tip just made it so hard on both teams they couldn't shoot the ball well and and doing it early because i mean i think we saw that at the washburn game you let levi brown get comfortable he had a couple of big threes early and then he hits i mean he was tough to handle the rest of the day you jumped out to a big lead in both of these games early on i think what uh you had a little bit of a stretch you pulled away there against Pitt and then had that run and then a good start against Southern but you never let them get some threes off early and you just see that so many times you get comfortable and and uh, it's it's hard to c- uh, control it yeah i think basketball is one of the sports where momentum is one of the biggest factors. Um, you know, my daughters play volleyball. I think volleyball is pretty high momentum sport mm-hmm. too. 
But, you know, it's we always talk about a team's momentum, but there's also an individual momentum. And when you let them get some easy shots and they make some shots early, their momentum carries them the rest of the game, and, and they make shots. And we made it hard on them. You know, we – uh, really try to work on every day. You know, everybody, obviously, you know, as a basketball player, you come in every day, you work on your shooting, you work on your ball handling, you work on rebounding, you work on your defense, your offense. But we really preach you have to work on your toughness and intensity and effort every single day. That's something you have to practice every day. If you're not practicing it, you're going to lose it. You're not going to be sharp. And I think what happens is our guys just do that day after day after day that teams will rise up to it, but they can't sustain it for 40 minutes if you're not doing that all the time. And uh, so I think our guys usually, like, you look against Southern, I mean, it's a low-scoring game, low-scoring game, low-scoring game, but our guys have the ability to stay after it, stay after it, stay after it. The other team just has a slight lull, and now we can push ahead offensively and make some shots, and our guys do a great job of just giving great effort all the time. No doubt about that. It was certainly fun to watch, and, uh, um, you know, we'll we'll see what happens when region rankings come out later this week. They're really out of your control, but uh, you're in a position now you just got to get wins, and and your, your team found a way to do that, and uh, I guess see where those chips fall where they may, but uh, certainly did everything you could this week to put yourself in the best position possible at this time of the year. Yeah, I mean, we started the week making sure uh, we have to win that first game against pit to clinch to get to friday and then after that we got a lot to play for we can put ourselves in the in the ncaa tournament mix and that's what saturday game was about and now you look at this saturday at carney uh we need to win to continue to keep us in there plus if if emporia would happen to lose this week and we we win we own the tiebreaker. we're the three seed you know so we can still finish uh in in the top three and and uh, you always want to win the league, but I mean, uh, this league's very difficult. There's 14 teams in the conference, and uh, if we, you know, somehow finish in the t- in the top three, I think that means we've had a pretty successful year. I think winning 20 games has become a a challenge at this level for multiple. One, we don't play 30 games back in the olden days. You you, you only play 28 games, and uh, we play high level competition night in, night out, and within our conference. So it's a chance to win 20 games. I think anytime. You win 20 games. That's been a, a very good season for your guys. No doubt about that. And uh, it just it's fun to see. It just feels like it, it, they've been, I think, solid all year long. But it, I don't know. There's just a different feel. It's like it, it's kind of come together, confidence, all of those things. I don't know if you notice that or have a beat on. But I don't know. It just it just feels like this group is just they're starting to peak now at the right time of the season. Yeah, you know, I, we started the year off just terrible in Oklahoma. Really fortunate <laughs> we got away. We got a, able to get a split there. And then I thought we started playing good basketball. We came after. Christmas and played extremely well at Central Missouri and Lincoln and kind of a combination of five games in 11 days. I felt like that's when, you know, you're always going to go through a sickness through your team at one point during the season. It's just like it comes in groups. It's never really one guy gets sick. It's multiple guys. And I think we, we kind of hit that. So you looked at we struggled at Southern at home. We struggled uh, at Western, came back home, struggled again with Emporia. We're fortunate to beat Emporia, or I'm sorry, and Carney at home. Right. We're very fortunate. Went to Washburn and we're awful. And really have been really good again. You know, I mean, I think we kind of got through that. I kind of, you know, you hit some lulls in the season. Uh, we're playing really good basketball. Um, you know, our biggest concern right now is you want this would be fine to have this week off. It's kind of nice. We had a four day road trip. We've been pushing pretty hard. The problem is we don't play till the following Friday. So now you're looking at you have one game in the next 14 days, and you know it's you two things worry you is you don't want to lose your edge, so you got to go live and you got to go hard every day, but you're worried this time of year for injury. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's kind of that. But if we don't, if we just don't work very hard and have really light practices, we're going to lose what we are. So that's the balance we got to find over the next two weeks is, uh, you know, being able to get after and stay competitive, stay tough, stay intense, all those things, and hope no one, you know, gets hurt and pray, you know, rolling and basketball is so easy. You know, you roll in a, you step on a guy's foot. I mean, just something can happen quickly. That's not, maybe not a long term, but it's a short term and our short term it's over. You know, yep. the season's about over. So uh, hopefully we can balance that over the next two weeks. Well, Tigers will be back in action on Saturday in Kearney, taking on the rival Lopers at a four o'clock tip. We'll preview that. We'll get to some of your questions have had one this week and one set to us during the program. We'll get to those here in just a little bit. Golden Bell Bank of A's and Ellis would like to get to know your story because your life has a story it's banking one story at a time golden belt bank hayes and ellis you can visit them at goldenbeltbank.com more tiger talk right after the break on the tiger sports network built by pwc 
People from all over are raving about the food at Big Smoke Barbecue in downtown Hayes. Brisket, chicken, pulled pork, ribs. It's all so good. And Big Smoke's own dry rub is what separates them from other barbecue places. Choose your own sauce. Kansas City, Memphis, Carolina, or Texas-style sauce. They're open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Get in early. They do sell out. This is Philip Kuhn inviting you to dine with us. Big Smoke Barbecue at 8th and Main in downtown Hayes. It's just really good barbecue. Space heaters can be a great way to keep warm during the winter if used safely. Only operate space heaters in occupied rooms and always ensure there is a working smoke detector. Plug space heaters directly into a wall and never into an extension cord or power strip. Keep space heaters three feet away from drapes, furniture, and other flammable materials. A safety message from Midwest Energy, a customer-owned cooperative, making energy work for you. The most dependable and respected plumbing and mechanical systems provider in our area for 75 years, the Glassman Corporation. They have a long history of large projects and resolving building problems. They're the experts for commercial and residential heating, AC, plumbing, and geothermal systems, and they specialize in applied chillers and boilers of all types. Glassman has techs on the road all over the region every day. Call Glassman Corporation, 1-800-662-4318. That's 1-800-662-4318 and at Glassman Corp. There is freedom in movement, and HazeMed Orthopedic Institute helps you regain your best moves. As one of America's top 20 rural hospitals, HazeMed offers the most comprehensive orthopedic care in western Kansas, complete with quality outcomes and our four-star patient experience. From joint and spine surgery to sports medicine, rehab therapy, and more, we are here to help you move freely. No need to travel far. Learn more at HazeMed.com backslash orthopedics. Caleb Hamicky out of the midcourt logo. He wipes the bottom of his sneakers with his hand. Now he goes to work with seven in the corner. It's Davis, a three, swish, with three seconds to go. Inbound to Sigmund, midcourt shot, misses, and Fort A. State leads by 13 at halftime. They close the first half on a 21-5 run and lead the Lions 36-23. Yeah, quite a quite an ending to the first half in uh, Joplin Saturday. Tigers hold on and eventually win the ball game by 14, 84 to 70. Welcome back into Tiger Talk again. We're normally live at Big Smoke Barbecue and Hayes. They're closed on this Monday, so we're in studio. If you're watching the replay uh, on Hayes Post, uh, you'll obviously notice a little bit different backdrop and different set. We're in studio today for Tiger Talk, but nonetheless, talking four-day state basketball season winding down, final week of the regular season, believe it or not, but uh, four-day state gearing up for Nebraska Kearney, and and, uh, we talked a little bit about the Southern game, obviously the last half of the first half, probably where and then I guess the first half of the second half, that 20-minute stretch or so is probably where you won the game. You got that lead up to 24, then you, you held on. They started hitting some remarkable shots, but uh, you had enough in the bank to, to get the win. But that was a heck of a win against a really good team. And uh, for what you did to contain them for that stretch of time is pretty remarkable, I think. Yeah, I think so, too. You know, they are, I think offensively, like I said, they're leading the league in scoring. I mean, they're a very good offensive team. We made it really hard. And, and I think that's the, one of the biggest differences this year with our team. You know, they tried to, we took away their three pointers and early in the first half, you know, and just would not let them get anything perimeter. So they tried to pound it inside and with just having Ian and I think Gilbert has really grown into a much better defender this year than he's ever been. And, uh, those guys just make it hard. Ian especially makes it just hard. He's a big man down there and play to be able to play one on one on the post is, is really big. You know, that's where Lincoln's kind of a different animal. You know what I mean? It makes it hard. But when you can guard the post one on one, surrounded by shooters then you don't have to leave those shooters and uh you know we guarded well you know Caleb as good as his offense was the Winston kid is a really good offensive player and I think Caleb held him to five points he didn't get many shots off made it really hard and then like I said at the end uh the half we really played some good offense got some turnovers and and uh, got some finishes and then I thought Trey's three was really big you know take it from a 10 point game to a 13 point game plus we get the ball coming out of halftime uh, was a big momentum and just, you know, 13 just seems like mentally harder to overcome than 10. You blocked seven shots in that game, and that's a, pr- a pretty big team. That's uh, remarkable. Yeah, like I said, our, our big guys are doing a great job coming over and attacking the ball, you know what I mean? And, and we've tried to get Gilbert to do that for, you know, 
they come here a lot of times and they're, they get in this mindset. They're so consumed with their own man. That's where players, you got to, you know, understand it's a team defense. Not We're not playing individual defense. And for so long, there's, he's, you know, so paranoid. Well, if I come over here and attack the ball, my man's wide open. Well, that's not your problem. That's your teammate's problem. You know, <laughs> someone else will cover yeah, him. Someone else has to sink and fill and take care of you. You know, just be responsible for your job and all that. And I think that's where Gilbert is really starting to figure it out and not be so concerned about what his man is doing. He's getting over there, making it hard on the others. Ian's done a good job. And then, like I said, you got to have those perimeter you know part of being able to do that is your big guys come over attack the ball can get a block and your perimeter players get in there sink and fill and take away the drop off so the player they're stuck having to shoot the ball because a few times we'll get caught you know you go and you don't help Gilbert or Ian out when they just dump it to their guy for a layup so like I said it's it's not an individual defense you know it's a it's a uh, five guys working together and, and we preach all the time you're only as good as your weakest weakest link. We can have four guys playing as hard as they possibly can. We can have four guys execute to their fullest. If your fifth guy either doesn't give effort or has an assignment breakdown, pretty much the other team scores. You can't hide anybody in basketball. There's only five guys out there. You can't just hey, you go just stay. Don't don't you know? You can't hide defensively. And uh, I think that's a group effort. But really, Ian and Gilbert are doing a great job coming over. Obviously, a great job on the glass. You out rebound them by seven and thirteen offensive boards. I know they had one. They had uh, eleven offensive rebounds. I think they had four on one yeah. possession. But they didn't score on it remarkably. Then I, you, you kind of turned the table. I remember one in the second half. I think you had at least three or four, but you got several cracks at it and were able to finish it off with a bucket. Yeah, I mean, that's where we got to, we like to see us get, get better um, on the offensive line. We really need to rebound better. You know, we've talked about it all year. I, I, you know, I know statistically we're not quite there. We're a little bit behind last year. I would argue this team's first shot, we guard better. We just can't clear the glass like we did a year ago. So there's a little, there's a few more putbacks that hurts your field goal percentage defense. But I would say probably if you went back and, and they don't keep this stat, but if you went back and looked at last year to this year's first shot defense, I would not be surprised if we weren't even better this year. Uh, we just have to continually rebound better. As we're going to the Carney game, you know, they're dead last in the league in rebounding as far as rebound margin, and they out-rebounded us by 20 the first time yeah. we played them. So rebounding is, is a big emphasis for us. Yeah, well, I was going to get to that here a little bit as we preview that game. Obviously, Caleb Ambeke is the highlight in this one, although – Elijah Nanabu tied a career high. Kind of get lost in that. He tied a career high with 19 and also had five boards, but 35 for Caleb. He was 12 of 18 from the floor, five of six from three, six of seven from the line, four assists, one turnover. I mean, um, I know he had 36 against Northeastern. This was a solid all-around game as he's had probably. Yeah, I mean, this is Northeastern. He had, again, one of those special nights. He's When he's hitting a step back, you know, Caleb is so athletic and he's physical and he's tough and he's resilient. You know, when he's making his shots, and I know that's for every that's everybody, but when he's making his three and more importantly when he's making his fifteen to seventeen foot pull up, he's really he's unstoppable. You know what I mean? And I know like we said, everybody well if everybody makes shots, well, other guys can just shoot it, but they can't get those shots off. You know, the defense can take him away. You're not gonna prevent Caleb from getting a shot minus just double, triple teaming him. Uh so he's if he's making his shots at a at a high level I mean, there's not a whole lot you can do, and it's pretty impressive. And I think going forward, I mean, no one can play at that level all the time, but that's where if Caleb can continue, look at his three-point percentage for the years, like 34%. You know, again, he's got to take a lot of hard shots for us and do that, but if he could just get a little more consistent mm-hmm. with his shot, now he's already at extremely high level. Now he goes to that special, special level, and, uh, you know, I know he works hard at it, but, um, yeah, he was he was tremendous. Did you get a little nervous down? I mean, they cut that lead down and got it to within distance, uh, at least you know where they had a chance. And then I thought you, you had a good answer to kind of get it back to a to a, a, a more comfortable level. But uh, we talked; it's just so tough to close out games. Yeah, you know, it's it's crazy when you're sitting on the bench. When I watch a game on TV and someone else big, you're like, "Oh, that's game over." Or if I'm looking at live stats at a game, "Oh, it's over." When it's your team, you're in <laughs> sheer panic, you know. And uh, that's why people don't understand. Well, gosh, you're up 22 points with 320. Why don't you? you put the other guys in well this isn't over and this is a prime example of that with the shot clock and three-point shot and a couple of mistakes I think you know we made our free throws which we had to do yeah. they hit tremendous threes I think only one possession two of the possessions we got beat on a back cut and got beat on a drive but they're hitting the threes at such a high level your guys were so concerned about yeah. being out there so 
I don't think defensively it was much of a breakdown. We made we we they made unbelievable shots and we turned it over four or five times in a three minute stretch, which you can't do. And we have to be stronger with the ball. If we don't turn it over, it doesn't get to that point. But of course, yeah, I was nervous. <laughs> and and uh, we were up twenty four with six seventeen to go in less than three minutes. It's a ten point game. That's how quickly things can change. Yep, Tigers got the win. Now get set for Carney on Saturday. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back get to a, as many of your questions as we can and preview the Lopers. You're listening to Tiger Talk on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PwC. People from all over are raving about the food at Big Smoke Barbecue in downtown Hayes. Brisket, chicken, pulled pork, ribs. It's all so good. And Big Smoke's own dry rub is what separates them from other barbecue places. Choose your own sauce. Kansas City, Memphis, Carolina, or Texas-style sauce. They're open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Get in early. They do sell out. This is Philip Kuhn inviting you to dine with us. Big Smoke Barbecue at 8th and Main in downtown Hayes. It's just really good barbecue. Their roots run deep in Kansas, and the secret to success, that little bit of something extra. At Adams Brown, they believe that business should be simplified. They ease your burdens rather than add to them. They aren't just your CPAs. They're an extended team just for you, a team that will work and grow together with you. That something extra is service that gets your attention, exceeding expectations. Certified public accountants at Adams Brown, going above and beyond for you. Online at AdamsBrownCPA.com. The taco shop is a hay staple and has been that way since 1970. Whether you live in the area and you go once a week or you travel through and you stop once a month, the taco shop is always at the top of the list. The taco shop specials this month are the cheese quesadilla $349, pork burrito $409, and the taco supreme $259. Come on down to the taco shop. You never had it. You never had it so good. Come down to the taco shop. Vision, value, integrity. Being a part of a sports team means you are a part of something bigger than yourself. You are a member of a team. What you do on and off the field adds value. When you suit up and give it your all, you walk off that field with a sense of integrity. You see, many of the folks at Commercial Builders were athletes too, and they've built their company around those principles. Commercial Builders, vision, value, and integrity in your construction solutions. Davis wearing pink shoes today. Throws it out high to Anabu. Right side, Hamaki. He'll launch a three. Good! Caleb Hamaki with 21. That's his third three. 50 to 36. Caleb had not hit a three-pointer since the game winner against Lincoln. He's got three today. Now he steals it. Caleb up the floor through two defenders. Gets the layup to go. Caleb Amaki with 23, and it's 52-36. Fort A. State leading by 16 once again. What a sequence for Caleb Hamaki. Part of a 15-2 run, Tigers led by 24. They win it by 14. Now get set for Nebraska Kearney. We'll preview the Lopers. Did have a question sent into us. Um, in honor of the NBA All-Star game, an All-Star break going on right now. Uh, favorite past and present NBA player? Hmm. That's a good one. That is a good one. Can I have three? Yeah, I don't care. Uh, Magic Johnson, Larry Bird, Isaiah Thomas. And the old Isaiah Thomas, not the guy yeah. that's been here and whatever. I'm talking the direct <laughs> right. Detroit Pistons. So we actually okay. named a, we named a dog after Isaiah. So my dog was named Isaiah <laughs> after Isaiah Thomas. Nice. Uh, then I had magic on the back of my uniform when I played uh, rec ball. Okay. Um, and maybe I might have gave myself that name. I don't know if anybody else gave me that. I don't <laughs> remember. Matter. No one and knows. And then obviously you got to be a Larry Bird fan if you're from that era. And I was a Celtics guy over the Lakers, See? even though I was a Magic fan. As a Dr. J guy, so I wasn't a big Magic fan or Bird fan because they played on the enemy. But all quality. In fact, I can't remember what, eating one of the nights or one of the days they had the 93 All-Star game on, and I'd forgotten how great that game. It was just a great basketball game, and a lot of those guys were, were a part of that. A little that more fun. defense than now today. Yeah, they yeah. were getting after it. I mean, you tell that game meant something. It was a lot of fun. We appreciate the questions. Keep them coming in. Um, uh, it's the only one we have time to get to today. Uh, the other one was about red shirts. We may ask you about that next week on the show. Nebraska Kearney, you kind of mentioned it. They worked you on the glass. You, you got a scratch and claw to beat them in Hayes. This is it for them. I mean, that's their season's going to end after this week, so you know you're going to get their best effort, and they would love nothing better than to beat the Tigers on their home floor Saturday. For sure, it's a rivalry game. It's you know, it's a really important game now for us with what we've done over here the last few weeks. And going back, we were really fortunate to win the last three minutes. Uh, really, both 
Lucas and Caleb. Obviously, Caleb hit the game winner with four seconds to go. But it's like I told our team, you you replay the last, you have to go redo those last three minutes. You probably only win one or two more times. We were very fortunate. Uh, so we need to play better. And it's a big game for us. And uh, like I said, the, the 20 wins would put us at 20, which is always, I think, uh, shows you've had a good year. All right, sounds good. We'll have a great week of practice, and we'll see you up at the Health and Sports Center Saturday. All right, thanks, Rick. That's Mark Johnson, coach of the Tigers. Again, 2 and 4 o'clock from the Health and Sports Center on the air at 135 on Tiger Radio Mix 103 with the Auto World pregame show. Tiger Talk today presented once again by the Golden Belt Bank of Hayes and Ellis, Adams Brown, the taco shop, BTI, Hayes Orthopedic Institute, and, of course, Big Smoke Barbecue, the home of Tiger Talk. We will remind you, one more basketball Tiger Talk. That'll be next Monday. We'll be previewing the MIAA tournament, both the Tiger men and women in the quarterfinals on the following Friday. So hope you can join us for Tiger Talk next Monday, noon until 1. That's going to wrap it up. Coach Tony Hobson, Coach Mark Johnson, this is Gerard Welbrock. So long, everyone.